0: Mike, turn your games down.
1: Our regular recovered episode of Games my mom found. I am Mike Hilberton. and who's looking for a, a random girl with me tonight?
2: Uh, hi, everybody. This is Kenneth Sanity reminding you that fear of the
3: blood tends to create fear for the flesh. This is Joe Butler, and she's got short black hair, about seven years old. This is Blair Farrell
4: from comicbookvideogames.com, and I hope they don't get Sean Bean to play me in the scene in the movie, because there's no way I'll survive two sequels.
0: (laughs) Uh, This is Chelsea, a.k.a. Tyrant Cheeks.
1: Welcome. And Chelsea, where can people find you at?
0: Oh, yeah, sorry. (laughs) I stream on Twitch, and you can find me on Twitter as well. Alright,
1: and as I said at the top of the show, we're bringing another Recovered episode, this time we're going to recover Silent Hill 1, which was episode 2, back when the show started like four and a half years ago, it's around the time you're hearing this. <laughs> a little bit more than that, but god. Wow. Mm-hmm, and I haven't wow. played this game in four and a half years, and after, I didn't listen to my old episode, because 1, I don't want to, and 2, god, that, those, those early episodes are bad. <laughs> That's well. why I'm redoing them. It was, I didn't know what I was doing, obviously. But Sound Hill 1 came out in t- 1999 for original yep. PlayStation 1, developed by Team Silent, published by Konami. So I actually, I never thought I'd replay this game. I remember having a pretty shitty time with it when I first <laughs> played it. I think I bitched a lot about it, because this is actually one of the first survival horror games I played, well, it was the first one for the show, and one of the first ones I played in like a, in a long time, because I mostly avoided horror games. Now I, I still do, try to, but
2: not as much. So... <laughs> Well, now you have people that aren't going to let you avoid them.
1: Yeah, but I don't don't have co-hosts like I did where they chose all the stuff. I now have people to suggest things, and I I work it in, but it's a little different. I'm not forced like I was. But I still I try. I have less of a... As long as I can save state, I have less of a fear of them. So, I played this on a Steam Deck, because why not? I wasn't going to play this legit. I actually beat this game legit back in the four years ago, because I played it on a PS3. Because I didn't have a PC. I, I wasn't good at PS1 emulation back then, so I just played the PS1 copy on PS3. But this time, I, I hit save. Didn't need them, but I had them. Nice. Not, not that hard. And, this game is not that hard and easy when it comes to like combat-wise.
3: My story is a little bit abnormally adorable. Back in, like, 2000... When did Blockbuster close? Like, 2010? 2015?
4: It was 2011.
3: Back, back in... No, because it still existed when I started dating my husband. And that was 2013. So back in, like, 2007, I got a gift card. I got, like, a $100 gift card to Blockbuster. And I went to go buy a bunch of movies. And I bought the Silent Hill movie, and I watched it with my cousin, and she's like, oh man, I sure do love this movie, and then she proceeded to buy every single like copy she could get her hands on, because she also worked at GameStop, so she got the special edition of 2, the special edition of 3, all that good shit.
1: Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's worth a lot of money, too, now.
3: Oh yeah, she, she sent me a picture of what she's got now, and I think she's only missing, like, I think she's got her hands in a sealed copy of Homecoming. I think the only one she's missing is, like, Book of Memories, because I think Konami specifically went out and bought copies of those games and burned them, so no one would play it. You can <laughs> still find it on eBay.
2: For a lot. I yeah. found it for, like, 40 bucks.
1: Oh, well, that's not so bad. No. I bought it when it came out for my girlfriend at the time. I sure. <laughs> I don't have it anymore, obviously. But, but no, I mean, it, it was kind of nice to just to go back and play this again, and, and especially after playing the other, like, we, we, for the show, we played... All up to 4 and Origin. So it gives me a much better like thought pattern of this game. Much more respect for it than I had. That's also why I'm trying to redo Silent Hill 2 at some point later for the show too. Because I want to approach these games with a different mindset than what I had when I first played them before. And Blair, what is your history with this first game?
4: So I was a bit late coming to... Well, not really late. I played this after the Millennium. I never got my own PlayStation until 2000. So I never got into Resident Evil until 1999 when it came to N64. And then after playing one and two and three, maybe even Survivor, I was like, OK, I want to try something else. And I was like, OK, I like this. I So I'm going to try Silent Hill. And I had a friend who told me that I wouldn't like it. And I didn't know why, because I really liked Resident Evil and that type of game. So I rented it out and we're going to get to the part where I got stuck out, which is the damn piano puzzle. And I didn't know what to do. And I got really frustrated and I had to return it. And I was like, I never want to play this again. And I kept trying Silent Hill games after that. Like when I got my PlayStation two, I rented out two When three came out. I rented out that one. But it wasn't until like after the movie, I think, where I have the emotional intelligence to really understand it. So I think something just clicked with me. And then I started buying all of them as they were coming out. But now I've kind of uh, have fallen off a little. Like I had four and I was like, I'm never going to play this. And I got rid of it. I never played Downpour. And I never had a Vita until honestly last month. So I never played Book of Memories. <laughs> but I played most of them. Like the good ones.
3: <laughs> don't worry. Nobody else played Book of Memories either. I don't, I don't think that I, I like way
4: forward. So like.
3: <laughs> the the story is interesting enough to where I'd probably give it a chance. Once I get into emulating Vita, I'll, I'll give it a chance. <laughs>
2: Ken,
1: what's your history with this first Townhill Hill
2: game? Oh, my history with this is a history, like a lot of the people that were alive at the time, I played it probably a month or so after it came out, and I felt absolutely head over heels in love. I was just coming off of the absolute joy that was Resident Evil. Uh, not the director's cut, the original tall box version. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh that's a tough one. Oh yeah but afterwards i was like oh yeah this looks fun you know something kind of like resident evil and then i started playing it and i was like nah nah this ain't like it and <laughs> uh, since then i've just i've been in love with this franchise i yeah some of the later games have their issues but there's also bright spots in every single one of them every one of them and this early one for, like, the first game establishes so much of the future to come. I think everybody should, you know... I'm, I'm glad we're talking about it. I'm glad we're talking about this, is what I'm saying. Okay, and what about you, Joe?
0: So, my brother, my older brother, rented this when it first came out, and I watched him play, and then probably maybe, like, four, three, four years later, I played it myself, and yeah, same thing. Totally fell in love with the whole series, and... Yeah,
1: that's it. This game is... I mean, so now I played a lot more Survival Horror, and that's one reason I wanted to revisit this game. Like, I have a lot more respect for this game than I ever did before. Like, when I played it years ago, and, like, this game, I still think this game really holds up. Like, even, like, in 2023, now I'm... I mean, it's still fun. I still really like things about it. I mean, the puzzles, I think, are very good. I mean, I cheated every puzzle, so I can't speak to... (laughs) like how the learning goes and all that kind of stuff because i have no fucking idea but yeah i was i was gonna say that one thing that's
4: because i i haven't i haven't finished this in a while but something that i was gonna say like coming off of like the resident evil games i was talking about this with someone today is that i think a lot of the puzzles are really bad because when i think of even like the first resident evil like the vigil puzzle was what i thought of where you find the book and here's how you solve this thing. And even in the room that you're in, it has like the equations written on the wall and like some of the puzzles here, like I was saying, like I got stuck at the piano puzzle and there's one at the end where it's like, if you don't know this thing, you just don't progress. Like if you don't know the Zodiac symbols and you don't have the internet, then you have to buy the strategy guide or call, but there's nothing kind of in the room that kind of informs you about how to do it. You just have to know you to know it, which I think really frustrating because I just had to look up the solution.
0: <laughs> yeah, I did too. Because okay, like I, I know my...
4: Kids. Yeah, like, it, it kind of has them, but I was like, I know that I'm, I'm a Taurus. I don't know what order the Zodiac Scope in the TV guide around the time this game came out, but that doesn't make me an expert in like the zodiac symbols.
1: Well, it has to do with just the limbs, I think. But I, I, yeah, I just, I mean, again, I cheat, so I don't, it doesn't like.
0: I think, is it different on each difficulty? Because I played on easy too, and it had to do with, yeah, how many limbs each.
1: I don't think this game does yeah. it. I think the later Silent Hills do adjust puzzles with difficulty. I think it starts with two,
4: maybe, where you can, because it's been a spell since I finished two. Because I think you can adjust, like, the combat difficulty or the puzzle difficulty. Yeah, you can. Yeah, okay.
3: Then, the, and this, two. this one you can't because in the strategy guide that I was looking through, there weren't, there weren't options to where it... Because I know when I replayed 3, when we played 3, there was, uh, whenever I had the puzzles, it goes, oh, if you're playing on normal, this is the solution. If you're playing on easy, it's not there sometimes. And you're playing on hard, it's something different. But this one, there, all the puzzles are exactly the same.
0: Yeah. Uh, good to
1: know. Which I appreciate. I mean, I appreciate that they have that. Like, this game some of the puzzles i remember really confusing me when i played it for the first time even though using the guy like the part you gotta get a rubber ball and put a rubber ball in a freaking h- like you know to stop just into a drain to get a key to go down to stop like i remember me really really irritated with that when i first played this <laughs> well that's nice.
4: easier to understand than two where you have to like what throw the soda cans down the garbage chute for something
3: uh. <laughs> you also have to use a can opener to open a can that has light bulbs in it <laughs> That happens to me all the time. I know.
1: I <laughs> he, at least they don't bite into a light bulb like an apple. Yes, I know there's a movie. Yeah, I saw Oculus
2: too. No. Oh, oh, that fucked with me for
1: a little bit. That, <laughs> that movie fucked. That whole movie
2: fucked with me.
3: Love that movie. Anywho, that's not Silent Hill. But you know what is? This game. <laughs> I, I would like to confirm something to Blair because I'm sure Blair is confused. No, Blair, if you're stuck in a situation, a police will not give you their gun. In no point <laughs> in, in America will a cop give you their gun if you're in a situation like this. Do that not, is
4: true. And that's it's some it's interesting because I've been thinking about this game a lot this week. And I know like two is getting remade. And whether that's a good idea or not, I don't know. Yeah. I've people I've seen like on both sides where everyone say blooper team is a great choice, but other people saying it's a terrible choice, but I think this one kind of needs it more because I think two just needs to just come out and it's a normal way, kind of like how they're doing. And I don't know if it can, because I know I, I think I watched Matthew Muscles do a video on like the, the uh, collection that came out and I know his, videos are, are more entertaining than like informative even though he does do his homework but like i don't know the exact details of is the source code lost or that he just not put enough money into it because when i think about well he did remake this with shattered memories but shattered memories is almost what super castlevania 4 is it's, the castlevania one it's where it's game. the same game but just a different spin
2: yeah it's a reimagining not really a remake with shattered yeah. memories so
1: it's, like yeah. it's technically a sequel I need to play it. I was supposed to play it this year, but then I decided I didn't
3: want to. Silent Hill Shattered Memories is a sequel. is, is the is the sequel to the bad end of this game. Yeah. Yeah, all right.
1: Okay, you got my attention. Maybe I will change that idea.
3: Yeah, I, mean,
0: I mean, this year ain't over.
4: We no. talked about it, and I regret selling that game so much. I played the ps Because I, I did not like it when it came out. And it's because mm-hmm. I was really excited to play a game where... Because the, the combat in this game is not what you come to it for. And when they said okay, that's gone, and you just have to run and hide, that really intrigued me. But then when it had the sequences where I'm like, okay, I know this is when I'm in danger and this is when I'm not, it like sucked all the tension out of the room. And I think, again, I just was not emotionally intelligent enough in 2009 to get it. But I think I would get it now, but it's too damn expensive. (laughs) Yeah. That's fair. Yeah.
2: Like, if we ever do cover that, I will tell you right now, I'll be playing it on PSP because I never have. The first time I played it was on Wii, but PSP is going to be interesting for that one.
4: Yeah, and the Wii version is so cool. Is I just like all the conversations coming out of the remote. Like As much as I hate motion controls, I love shit like that. Like, No More Heroes is the same thing. Uh,
2: <laughs> no More Heroes is something special.
1: Yes, it is yes. It's also on the show. But I hate
4: it on PS5 when, like, I play the Resident Evil 4 remake and the damn conversations came out of the controller.
1: I'm just like, just play it on the TV. <laughs> so it's a weird double standard. <laughs> that's no, that's, I mean, one thing like that, that needs to be that I need to like kind of state with this game, too, is that even though the graphics are PS1, they're not bad graphics for PS1. They're really not. Like, it still holds up all right as long as you're not looking at the cutscenes, i mean you're playing the playstation one game if you're expecting something great like i mean what i mean like it isn't like ugly as ugly as some games that i played for ps1 like it was doable and didn't bother me and it still creeps me out this game is still creepy as fuck
4: what i appreciated about this is that like we live in an era now with games where if someone's like i want to make a whole world and put all the detail in it I'm going to do it and the game is going to take seven years to make and by the time it comes out this type of game is not really worth it anymore because trends have shifted but it's like in playing this I just really love games made with limitations I hate the sky's the limit I find more creativity comes out of having to work within limitations than having everything and this is just a personal feeling because when I think about this game And it's like, okay, we're gonna put in a whole town, but we're gonna do it on the original PlayStation. Okay, how do we do that? All right, well, here's a story thing about all this fog that's part of the story, but also hiding what the PlayStation can do. And then things are just like coming out of the fog, and then you work with the sound and like the towns there, but it's completely empty, and it all makes sense, and it's all born out of the limitations of what the PlayStation could do
1: that's a fair statement yeah and i'll
2: absolutely agree <laughs> with that because you know this game it just if they weren't limited by that you would have you wouldn't have that atmospheric fog you wouldn't have that darkness that seems to go on forever that things just lurch out of it was by necessity that that happened like not even a artistic or aesthetic choice it had to happen otherwise the game wasn't going to work
1: <laughs> yeah and
2: because of that it's become its own aesthetic, which is funny.
4: Yeah, I mean, you go on social media, and anytime it's a foggy day, you're going to hear, is this Silent Hill? And it's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Or I should be like, okay,
2: so what did you do in your life that put you there? <laughs> yeah, like, oh, okay, look, I'll cop to it. I, I say it all the time. And, you know, it's gotten to the point where my wife says it to me, like, hey, it's kind of foggy out there. It looks like Silent Hill. Don't forget your flashlight. So, like, it it's a thing. And without that technical limitation like you were saying blair this game would not be as effective
3: i also like some one of the things that i've always liked about the silent hill series in general and i wish kind of more horror games would do it is i like having melee weapons um this and two and three goes a little overboard but (laughs) yeah it does yeah (laughs) combined with like Maybe two other, couple other things that are kind of still similar. You only really get like maybe three or six weapons in this game. You get three different handguns and like maybe three different short melee weapons and long melee weapons. I think you only get like upgraded versions of that because it goes from like the knife to the axe and then you get the handgun or not the handgun. You get the pipe up to the, uh, that weird emergency hammer, which I want one, by the way, because those things I look love fucking that cool. Hammer. It's a great hammer.
4: See, yeah, I appreciate it too, but I found. Like, the the melee weapons worked when you're in the stages, like the hospital or the school. But when you're in the open world and, like, the dogs are so fast and you have, like, the evil dead turtles tur- coming at you and that are up high, like, it doesn't work because the dog and the birds are up too high. So, like, you
3: have to use your guns or just run away. Chelsea, what about you? What are some of your favorite things in this game?
0: So, the, like, I think that the sound, right? Like, the, they they had to rely more on the sound of Um, with those limitations and i just want to say that this is the first time i've played this i i emulated it and i played it on my pc um first time i played it with headphones on and Mm. I, i said that a couple times in my stream i'm like this is you know if you've never experienced a silent hill game with headphones on like it's amazing you you notice like so many little creepy things and it's just it's beautiful loved it
2: I I love the sound, but I hate the way things sound. If that makes sense, like <laughs> like the like the radio sound
1: irritates you, or
2: well, no, a lot of the radio sound, but like the way those like weird little man dog things kind of lurch after you, and they're like, <laughs> it's like, come on, dude, I don't need that. I wanted PS1. to sleep. Speaking it of sounds like...
3: like my dog. <laughs> speaking, speaking of sound effects, I want you guys to know, Have I've never been more uncomfortable playing a game than I have playing this game right now, because I, I, I stopped at the school and then rebooted back up today, and my husband made a comment, he's like, so you're in a school where there's enemies that are a foot high that look like children, and you're shooting them in the face, and I'm like, yeah, this game hasn't aged well. Oh, it's perfectly it. it's the yeah. American experience, baby. Bullets everywhere and you're shooting
2: up school. Yeah. And and then unfortunately,
3: that, unfortunately it is true. And then that yeah. gets doubled down by the simple comment from three, which is, oh, they look like monsters to you.
2: To which I love has den-
3: never <sighs> never been confirmed or denied to this day.
2: Nope. And honestly, that's one of those things that I never want to know. Oh yeah. Like just let me have my blissful ignorance forever. I'll just be happy with that. I mean, they're definitely monsters. That's what I
1: believe. Just with everything. I mean, I think it's also interesting that going back to Sound Hill 1 after playing so many others for me, it's like I understand the world I'm in. I understand why the town is fucked up. And this game doesn't explain a whole lot to you, but because I played so much of the series at this point, it's like I don't need a game to explain. I already know. And that, that was a nice experience for this.
4: And that's something I wanted to pose to the room because this one and three, they kind of are linked. It's kind of the ones the, the most ones i hate, this origins and three that kind of are in continuity where they really dive into like the cult and like the history of silent hill so i kind of like two where it's just the backdrop of what this town means like i don't really care why it's like this like i like that in resident evil because it's all science fiction and this is more of like psychological so does everyone like would you rather two, where it's just the town is just the the setting and it doesn't really matter if it's linked to any of them or do you like when they try to talk to one another
3: i like the link personally i'm always a fan of two and i hate to admit that
1: i hated two when i played it two two or three years ago for the show but that also could be time and place it wasn't a good time for me when i played it for the show Apparently my categories and I had a terrible time, but I'm <laughs> curious to see what I'm going to think when I replay it. Because I, I loved it when I played it the first time and I, I want to see if my mind changes. But I like the fact, get what I was saying, I like the fact that they're linked. I like the fact that Origins 3 and this one are all together enough and 2 I dislike because it wasn't connected. But I also really like 4, so I don't know. Maybe it's just, I think it was more time and place. I wish, um,
0: I wish 3 would have been 2 and 2 would have been 3. I think that when, would help. When 2 came out like, when it first came out, I thought it was boring. Like, I'm like, this doesn't even have anything to do with the other game. Like, this is stupid. Obviously, I love it now. Like, I went back and replayed it a billion times, but uh, back then, though, looking back on that during that time period, I I wish they would have did 3 as 2.
4: You know, know, it's interesting that you say that because like, like like you, it took me a while to get into 2. Like, I just I couldn't get into it. And I think it was like 2007. I've
0: heard that from I several bought. people, too. Say, they say the same thing. They just couldn't get into it until then they tried it again. And then, yeah.
4: Yeah, I think I've only finished in its entirety once. And it was like 2007. And I watched developers developer his name is Benjamin Rivers stream a lot of it. But it it's fascinating because Silent Hill 2 has this reverence now. But it did yeah. not review well when it came out. Like an EGM, it got like a seven five. I can't remember from who. I don't know if it was John Riccardi or someone. I I can't remember who the three reviewers are. But there was a lot of like eh, it's fine, and that was kind of like the narrative when it came out. But now it's like this is such a benchmark to be met, so it's. It, interesting that it's kind of taken on life after even though it's sold really really well
3: I'll, I'll have to agree with the reviewers if i was a guy reviewing that game in like 2007 and i spent four hours running around the hospital to open a chest that had a piece of hair in it i'd give silent hill 2 a 7 as well <laughs> okay, okay but i mean that, that's a very different game
1: like this one i feel like it, the puzzles and everything are just so strange in what you're doing And, like, for PS1 era, this must have... Because I, again, I've only really played a few horror games. Even at this point, I still haven't dived into the mess of PS1 horror games. Like, I I need to, but I don't want to. (laughs) Like, my experience was always just Resident Evil. And this game is so different than Resident Evil. But I do like the fact that you can carry as many items as you want to carry and... None of your melee weapons break, and you have way <laughs> more ammo than you need. So take that, like Tears that. of the Kingdom. I haven't played it. I'm, I well someday. I'm trying to get through all my Zelda
3: games. Or
4: James Sunderland's board with a nail, and it won't break. But your damn master sword runs out of juice or whatever.
3: <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, hey! You know what? Tell that to my like sixty hours of gameplay, where I'm having the goddamn time of my life. I know. Me. I know. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> Just commenting about like, it's like, oh, it's breakable weapons. But James
4: Sunderland's like, oh, I have a board with a nail in it. It's indestructible.
2: Well, you know, (laughs) different types of wood are pretty strong. Like if that board is made of walnut or mahogany. Yeah. Yeah
1: absolutely it's not going to break when hitting a few monsters it's that's a that's another thing that i think made this game stand out to me too originally i didn't do it this time you have a lot of melee weapons you have a lot and they're actually pretty useful i didn't use them at all this playthrough because in my first playthrough i saved all my bullets and realized i end the game with over 200 bullets like why the fuck did i just shoot people so
3: instead this game i'm like fuck it we're just shooting everybody so i, I don't know Mike. so anyways (laughs) i started blasting alberton through silent (laughs) (laughs) pretty much yeah
1: i mean i i did not shoot in the streets i just ran for my life but when i was in like dungeons for lack of a better word like the school the hospital things like that i shot people i'm like i shot all the monsters that were in my way i didn't want to deal
4: with them see this is a me thing and i want to know if anyone else feels this way i feel bad making harry run that long because i know how much it sucks to be out of breath so i have to like not run from things for a while just let the guy like catch up does anyone else like feel bad for this like schwab?
0: I would uh, actually stop
1: running because he looked so tired. I thought there was a stamina bar in this game somewhere that was hidden. So every so often I stopped running, let him catch his breath and then run again.
2: Yeah. There's not no. in there.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> I felt sorry for him too. Because thirty five year old Mike couldn't be running that much without panting and dying. So see now that's
2: wish fulfillment for me. That's like a fantasy. Like, oh my god, I can run for extended periods of time. Fuck yeah, I'm never we're not running in this game.
3: <laughs> I believe this game, had. if you boot the game up and go to options, I think there's a way to turn running on permanently, but I'm not sure because what the walkthrough told me.
0: You could do that in four. Decided.
3: Yes, I also did that in four.
0: Yeah.
4: Old he is in this? Because he must be pretty old by the time three rolls
3: around. We would Or what know... year this takes place in.
1: They don't ever say.
3: They, they do that on purpose, I think.
1: Yeah, they do. I mean, I, I feel like 80s. No. Origins does say, I think, when it takes place. This might be 90s. I don't remember. I mean, yeah, they're very coy on that stuff. Look, I was watching some video. I said that there is a year. Like, they do say roughly what year? But then they contradict themselves later on.
4: Yes, I what? mean, he essentially has to watch his daughter grow up twice.
3: <laughs> Look, <laughs> Origins. Origins isn't canon because I've I've played Origins like once on my PSP in the pitch black dark. And there's a bunch of like weird retcons that don't make sense. So we're just going to ignore it for a while.
2: Honestly, I think everything after. F- needs to be ignored if you're talking about lore. Oh, yeah. Because it just gets really
3: jumbled once Team Silent isn't in charge anymore. To to be fair, I only like Homecoming because of how fucking goofy it is. But that that's a story for when we play that fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll get there. When
1: it's not $30 on Steam. I have it on <laughs> Steam, actually. It was, it was at one point it was on sale once that I saw it, and I grabbed it immediately. I think I still days. have my PS3
4: copy. I thought I sold it, but apparently I still have it. Game <laughs> worth a lot of money, by the way. Oh,
2: really? Hmm. Pretty sure it's not cheap anymore.
4: I sold well, my PS3
2: copy if... of Downpour. Oh, who gives a shit about Downpour? <laughs> I give a shit about Downpour. I fucking love Downpour. Downpour sucks. Listen. Uh, <laughs> hey, look, you suck, I all always, right? <laughs> The
4: I know it's not the ideal thing. I should not be sending the wrong message, but the... Um, collection the HD and collection was on sale I think one of the Xbox sales so I have it on my Series X. Oh that's fine. <laughs> like I know how bad it is but I was like and eh, works on my Xbox so like the xbox why the heck not? Version is better so. No, no that's not that the worst not one. That. Oh, it's not. Yeah, the, oh, never mind The then. PS3 yeah. version is the one they patched.
3: Yep. Oh, okay. I thought the xbox version they patched. That's the one I have. One thing I want to talk about since we're bringing up this have you all seen people have you seen people fist fight with Masahiro Ito on Twitter about this fucking game? No. no, no, I don't follow okay. on Twitter other than to promote myself and I leave. So I have a question for all of you guys. What is hat When Silent Hill, what's falling from the sky? Ash. Wrong. Okay.
0: Snow. yeah, it's thought, I thought it was yeah.
3: snow and
4: then the it, game and then the movie had the the movie used the backdrop of an actual town that still has fire burning under it, uh, which I thought was a I mean, that's another thing I, I kind of really want to rewatch that first movie again because I didn't. I wanted a lot. I it more than I liked it when it came. But now I think like a lot of Silent Hill things I like it a lot more.
3: Everyone bully Mike and for us doing both movies for spooktober. Let's do it. we're oh, not the first movie want, on the show. I don't want to
4: watch 30-year-old Kit Harrington play like a 17-year-old.
3: I want to nah, watch that. Let's do it. No, it's fine because the editing, the ending for that movie saves the whole movie, but Chelsea's right. It's snow when you when you meet Kaufman in the uh for the first time, he's like it sure is weird to be snowing in the middle of July or something like that
1: oh yeah yeah so he's actually named Volt Kruger then
3: instead someone gotta get that joke out there <laughs> i get that joke, I, I know talk.
1: it's okay well, it's a ps2 game <laughs> that people did not play enough
3: okay but uh yeah he he's 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 gotten much here you gotten faced of people because people are like what are you talking about it's ash falling from the sky and he's like you listen here you fucking goddamn children i wrote <laughs> I wrote the game. I created the game. Here is the scene where Kaufman says it's snow falling from the sky. Please stop correcting me or I'm going to ban you. And he's, like, banned, like, over, like, 70 people because of it.
0: Listen here, <laughs> you little shits.
1: <laughs> people are weird. I mean, but this game, I mean, really has a cult following. I mean, it's also popular. But, like, people love fucking Silent Hill 1. And, you know, it's just, it's just nice to say, like, you know, when you're replaying this, like, it's also just the fact that it's just still so weird. I really like that. I mean, another thing that I kind of want to talk about is just like the way that the story does a decent job of explaining everything to you. But if you don't dig deep, it won't mean it. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Unless you, unless you really try, which I'm OK with. Like, I understand more about it than I used to. Like, I understand that it's because they tortured Alessa and that's and then Alessa split into two. And that's why all the shit is happening. Like, you know, it makes sense to me now. But when you first play this game, I mean, you can miss all that easily.
2: I mean, like, I feel like there's a big difference between making sense and understanding something. Like, you can understand the story. It still doesn't make any goddamn sense.
4: It leaves itself up for interpretation, which is why I think it's... Like, that's why it's it's so revered. Like, Resident Evil, like, I love it dearly, but it's, I mean, it's dumb as bricks. Like, okay. I'll say it a million times. It's like, you're making all these monsters that are least, less effective than a goddamn missile, but you're pumping millions and millions of dollars into this, and people are buying it, but you just believe in that universe because of how they sell it. But it's very easy to understand, like greedy corporation makes monsters that turn people into monsters and monsters kill people.
1: Blair. I got one for you. Trump made NFTs and people bought them. So I completely can buy it. That somebody with a bunch of money was buying hunters.
3: Completely <laughs> right, OK, Thank yeah.
4: You. It's I'm like there. the same thing as like the new Jurassic Park movie. It's like, you know, people are going to want to buy a laser after whatever the hell is happening in like those movies. It's yeah, like and... just get a gun. By the time you point the gun at someone, they can
1: um, anyway. Okay. And people <laughs> so that have money. This isn't money, like, about
4: that... Jurassic World Dominion. But...
1: <laughs> so that's my whole thing. Is they, I mean, NFTs I think are just garbage anyway. And there's like especially something like you know
3: that has no, they no purpose. But I need I need a remake of Silent Hill One where the order is selling the order NFTs, and I'm pretty sure there's some joke about Konami <laughs> selling NFTs of Silent I mean, Hill. That somewhere's. sounds like
4: something Konami would. Yeah. Sounds like something Konami would make. <laughs> I
3: think they did, so. (laughs) They did, because they're a shitty company.
2: While we're shouting out Konami just carelessly, Hey, Konami, where the fuck is my Silent Hill collection? You got Contra, you got Castlevania, (laughs) you got Metal Gear Solid's coming up. Where the fuck is my Silent Hill collection?
1: You bring a good point. This game isn't accessible in any current form. I think the only way to play this legally, like digitally to buy it, unless this
3: is on GOG, is PS3. It's not on GOG, believe no, me. No, you can you can play this on that weird PlayStation Mini console.
1: Oh, I do have one of those, but mine has extra games on it somehow. So you mean the PS TV? No, it's no, the like PS One, the Mini PS One thing. Yeah, oh, this is on
3: the PS the Mini. It's got the one
0: that's got a bunch of games loaded onto
3: it. It's got like forty games on it, like it's not yeah, even it's, a lot. It's not. No, it's not on it. Oh, it's not. I know Metal Gear one is yeah. Metal Gear one is and Resident
4: Evil director's cut is. But this one isn't. Oh, weird. That is. Weird. So I don't
1: think there's any legal way to play this other than like PS. There's the PS3 digital. That's how I bought it. But is that story even still up? It is, I think. And what's even interesting is that.
4: So I just bought a Vita and I tried to like I, I mentioned in our chat, like I tried to move my PlayStation one copy from the Vita store on to the system but that didn't work like a lot of like as i had i bought origins for the digitally and i already had this in my bank anyway and i tried to put it on my vita but it wouldn't let me it was weird like it was a few playstation one games like metal gear uh, i think legacy of kane and this one were among them and i was like i know you can just plug in a cable and transfer them to the psp but the vita you can't do that anymore you have to download them from directly into the system
2: well, you used to be able to do it like transfer them directly from the PlayStation 3 to the
1: beta.
4: Yeah, they,
2: they turned off that
4: functionality because they're assholes.
1: God, damn God damn Sony. I know. I mean, we cut down Sony, but at least they're, I mean, if they if Nintendo owned this, it wouldn't even be the store that store had been shut down a long time ago.
3: Mm-hmm. But I mean, at
1: <laughs> least with the
4: Switch, they're putting on N64 games. Like Sony has that stupid service where they can put PlayStation 1 games and then they don't, Put out PlayStation 1 games for Siphon Filter. And that's great for, like, the five Siphon Filter fans out there.
0: <laughs> but, like...
4: <laughs> not to throw shade. I mean, I'm sure I love that commercial and Gabe crazy like Logan. But, like, this needs to be on PlayStation 5. Like, you have that service. Like, get it on there. Like, that's would
1: make me resubscribe. And... <laughs> This game is still fun. Like, this was still creep. I was still creeped out. I was still... I mean, I wasn't on the edge of my seat like I was when I played this legit on a PS3. But I was still freaked out at times. I mean, it's still creepy. It's still very entertaining. Like, I didn't want to put this game down. I mean, I had headphones in and I had a... You know, it still completely holds up for 2023. And that's not... PS1 games can't say that a lot of times.
0: So...
4: <laughs> and I wonder, because... I mean, Konami has been doing that, and maybe that is something that is in the works. But with how two and three got released last, or I guess two generations ago now, yeah. like, I wonder if they can even do it. I guess if this was on PlayStation 3, they can get that one. But I don't know about two, three, four, and onwards.
2: Like, mean, I'm sure they can get it to work.
3: I don't understand when I just can't, like, pick off the emulations people have already posted online. Like, I. I kind of see why I don't think any company really likes keeping stuff up and like keeping all the old files. Cause uh, I know one big issue with like persona three is the reason why they had they didn't bring the original Persona Three or FES to the consoles, and they used the PSP version was because like someone said they went through the they went through an emulation of Persona Three FES, and that whole game's just a whole fucking mess. Like every time a character walks in, it's not from a character file; it's like them loading in a whole new character file. So there's like fifty models of like characters, each character put in the game because they couldn't figure that out for some reason, and it just has to do with just companies not giving a shit
1: because it really wasn't until more recently when people re- when companies realized oh hey we can we can repackage this and resell it all over again in the next generation and i mean that and this is Solent hill one is before all that so that's you know a big part why we don't have that so let's ps2 era is really i mean 360 era is when that starts becoming more aware
4: but it's also because of the shitty hard architecture of the ps3 like that thing yeah. just as much as xbox lost the last generation like i think the playstation 3 and i mean that game that system had a lot of great games and i bought many and i loved the playstation one game but the fact that there's so many great games like this they're locked to that system that they can't just move forward and with the management now like with jim ryan like he was the one who had that statement i believe when who would want to play like old gran turismo and yeah yeah that's gran turismo but like your Mega Man Legends, your Dino Crisis, your original Resident Evil trilogy—like these are things like Silent Hill that should be accessible, but they're not, and it sucks. <laughs>
2: right? Wrong?
1: No, and that's why I'm such a big proponent of emulation. Because that's all. I mean, that's how I played this this time. I mean, I also I bought this one, so I'm like, hey, they got my money. But like, I played this on the Steam Deck, and I had a great time. It played perfectly. I had no issues with it. Oh well, my only issue is I I wish I would have been playing a new game plus at time because I want to use some of those extra weapons that you get <laughs> that I don't have access to. But hey, But see that that's it's that's great right. that emulation is a thing, but like why
4: I kinda gravitated towards consoles is like one, I never had a computer in my house till nineteen ninety-six. And two, like I just love the idea of I take a thing, I put it in a thing, and then I play the thing.
1: Oh yeah, no, I a hundred percent agree. Like emulation like, is not it's not for everybody. Like this should be this game especially should be easy to for people just to pick up and play on current system. If like they when want. I,
4: even when we did like the Resident Evil Survivor episode, like that's the route I had to go. And it was like a nightmare. No, you're, it, you haven't messed with PS2, have you? <laughs> no, but it was just like I was actually thinking of I was listening to Bill Tucker's show this week. We're recording on June 3rd about kind of discussion how games have tried to keep them with movies when they should have been keeping up with toys. It's a really fascinating discussion that i'm not doing any justice right now because when i think about like games and you know they always lose the license they can't do this and when i think of movies how there's been like you know the mario brothers movie from like the 90s is still being sold but if yeah. a game came out like last generation it's like oh no that's gone it can never come back like you're never going to be able to play like like ninja turtles millions of manhattan
1: or a core, something like that. and like if that needs license. to change. <laughs> So I think eventually I think eventually we'll get to a point where that will become. I think we're already starting to get there, but we're, we won't fully be there for another two generations, in my opinion, at least. It See, take a I while think or... We won't
4: because I think as people get older, they don't give a shit about this stuff. Like, I think if for you're going to find a scattered kid who will like really dig into history, but they only want to play what their friends are playing. And that's why there isn't a market to bring this stuff back. And as much as I hate to admit that, I think that's why it's not happening. Mm, that's fair. I mean, it's not, but it's
1: true.
3: Oh, man. Welcome to the 90s where you have your Harry Mason action finger with Kung Fu grip. Man. Oh, to, perfect to go back world. to the 90s, like,
1: you know, before we talked about this, I stopped at a Little Caesars and bought a shitty pizza and ate the shitty pizza. Then went, oh, these are shitty pizzas. And I'm like, yep, this is, like, this is the 90s. Stopping at Little Caesars, eating some food, talking about a PS1 game.
3: Oh, you, you guys want like a super deep cut? sure so i play my cousin my older cousin and my other cousin that also you know we've gotten the series together we watched our older cousin play this do you remember the demo disc that used to come with like pizza hut meals oh (laughs) yes one of the demo discs we had had silent hill the demo for Silent Hill one on it and it was the opening scene where you went through the uh you know you have a nightmare sequence and harry wakes up and in the in the cafe with Sybil and Sybil gives roll spiel. And then the game cuts as soon as the pterodactyl breaks through the window and the game loads back up again for you to be in the school. I don't remember if you can solve the puzzle for the school, but there was like two by fours put on like the, the the stairs. So you can only explore like the first and like second level of the school. And it was just really weird, but I'm like, Oh yeah, this is a demo. Yeah.
4: I never had a PlayStation until late and, the closest Pizza Hut to me was an hour and a half away. So not something we did very often, but I um when I got a PlayStation, I bought the Resident Evil director's cut from a pawn shop and it had the demo for Resident Evil 2 and it had like a lot of stuff like that. I just like, I love seeing that where things are
1: like change
4: mm-hmm. ever
1: so slightly. I wonder if people thought of a demo of this game, because this had to have been like this game is still like super fucking creepy. Like, I can't imagine what it would have been back then.
3: Well, the demo's fucking terrifying.
1: I can believe it, because, like, everything with it, the nurses, the enemies, like, we were talking about in the school, the, the weird children you're fighting with knives, which I remember yeah. when we did the first episode of this podcast, or second episode, when we talked about this game, we called it Knife Babies. I remember that. <laughs> it was one of the few things. Again, we were, like, th- two people that had never experienced this game before at the time, and I I shitted on this game all over it, I'm pretty sure, back then. Go listen to the episode if you dare. Episode 2, It's for sure it's trash, but if you want to hear it go listen to... <laughs> But, like, it's just, everything is so creepy, and, like, I understand Like, you know, even the stuff with the hospital, like, I think the hospital was fucking creepy as hell. And the nurses, the doctors and understand, like, now I understand more of who Lisa is. Because it's Lisa, right? It's the nurse in there. Yeah. Lisa Garland. Because I I think the idea is that she's supposed to be dead, like she died and that's and she can't leave because she's dead and stuck in the hospital.
4: She was complacent. Like, this is her punishment. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, they all were complacent. They were torturing freaking Alessa, who was burned alive pretty much, and then still alive with birds and all sorts of weird. I don't remember all the shit. I know a lot is from Origin.
3: Don't remember Origins because Origins fucks up a lot of stuff. But, uh, what? Eh, it's what? One, <laughs> one thing that I always had, like, a. I had a, my own, like, personal theory is because I don't remember if it's from the movie or if it's also from this, but does Dahlia say that, like, Alyssa didn't have a father and, like, she was, like, a miracle baby? I Don't,
0: thought, uh, isn't Kaufman the
3: father? I mean, he could be, because my, my own... I, like I said, I, it might be from the movie, because the movie fucks up a lot of my memory, too. <laughs> I swear that uh, Dahlia says that, like, Alyssa's a miracle baby, but I I do believe... she Because she's married, too, because she has... you The main antagonist for the third game is her sister. But um always feel like she said she was a miracle baby, but in fact, she just cheated and didn't want to admit it. And she's like, oh, no, it's not... I didn't cheat. It's a miracle baby that's come from God himself. And she just believed hard enough. They ended up becoming true. Like people actually believed her and shit like that.
4: See, uh, I, I haven't seen the movie in a spell, but I know. And again, it's from an era where I was like, Oh, this isn't exactly like the game. So this is dumb. and it was like, they changed things where it made sense as in the movie. Dahlia, I think is like more of a sympathetic character.
3: Yes. Yeah. And she's helping them. That she feels bad in the movie. And then she doesn't. She's completely gone, like, full psychopath, leader of the yeah. cold, all kinds of other stuff.
4: I know, like, the Alice Creed character. I can't remember what her name is. As I just remember Sybil falling on a thing just reminding me of, like, the Nicolas Cage <laughs> thing from The Wicker
3: Man. <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch Wicker Man again recently. You'll what, never uh, get movie. your
2: damn baby back. Bye! We
3: should but, go uh, to that movie sometime. What is it? There's a there's a lot of interesting stuff. Like, and there's also stuff like I also recommend people playing the game, too, if you've never played it, because one of the things people like to people seem to forget. And it's really funny because it's like it's kind of a throwaway line. Uh, Sybil's in town because she thinks that, like she says she thinks that everything's like people are acting weird because of like the drug. And you find like an article of like them. the, The cult actually does sell drugs to keep themselves going because they're so fucking bored. I think that part of the game is absolutely fucking hilarious. Or how they hide drugs in a motorcycle tank. No, that's not drugs. That's
1: oh, not drugs? That's
3: drugs no. that, That's the thing that Kaufman throws at list at the end of the game. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> important. <laughs> I did get the yeah. good ending, but I just followed the guy I told me to do. Chelsea, what ending did you, you get? to the hospital and you have
4: to get the red liquid in the bottle. Like, it's one of those, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Chelsea, what ending did you get in the game, by the way? Because I kind of saw you like playing a little bit of it.
0: So, it's funny, I wasn't even really, like, I was just kind of going in blind. I mean, obviously, I've beaten it before, but it's been a while. But going in blind, I still got the good plus. Oh, cool. Ooh,
3: I did see you miss the rifle.
0: Yeah, I somehow completely, I kept getting rifle shells, and I'm like, and I and then finally got to the end, to the nowhere level, and I'm like, I never got the rifle, and then I looked it up, and it was in, like, the, the shopping center or whatever. I don't know it's, how I freaking missed it. It's in the it.
1: boss room when you fight the Caterpillar boss.
0: I totally, totally missed
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> See,
4: that's what I was so sort of stressed out about, because you go back to the hospital, and I remember I found a plaque and it's like oh this is fast and with screws and i was like oh my god where's the screwdriver i'm gonna miss something <laughs> but that doesn't play until later on so i w- I wouldn't leave and i was like looking up game
1: facts like control f screwdriver where's the screwdriver when do i get it and i was like okay you don't get it until later calm down <laughs> i know you can fuck yourself kind of in this game where you can forget to grab a key when you finish like the hospital run all the ways in the next area then realize you forgot the key the game will let you do that i know that because the speeder are talking about how they've done that before and I'd like I'm like wow that's that's not nice <laughs> that's definitely ps1 but that's not nice
3: oh i also found out what the stars mean when you beat the game
0: oh what damn. do they mean
3: explain uh, elaborate okay so uh, they're stupid and it is it is a number of stars by stars so you it's it's not combined so you can get 1 1 to 10 out of 10 stars that so,
0: no there's two rows of stars, right?
3: Yes, the, the bottom one is always ten stars, because that's how many you're, you can get. The top row is how many you got. So, if you got ten stars at the top, that means you did everything. Hey,
0: no, and, hang on. I gotta look. I gotta look. Cause mine,
3: yeah. yeah, yours mine didn't had, have ten stars at the bottom.
0: Mine, I had four stars at the bottom.
1: Four stars at the bottom. So, is it Jill, Chris, Barry, and Wesker? <laughs> is that voice Enrico's? I love it. <laughs> yeah yeah (laughs) i mean that's what i'd be saying after i
3: got shot in the shot
0: yeah okay
3: maybe because you're well no because mike also played on easy what the fuck okay (laughs) i'm playing on easy
0: yeah mine it's got four on the bottom and four on the top what in the frick does this mean did i get eight stars did i get four stars like what is
4: it i had five on the top and two on the bottom
0: what the fuck I didn't make what no is, sense. So you
3: didn't, this? Joe, I want to let you know that you didn't help clarify anything. You made it I more guess confused. I didn't,
0: Cause I used <laughs> you made
3: to walkthrough <laughs> walk Mike looked at, and I was looking at the trivia and the trivia is like, yeah, the stars, at the top are the ones you get and the stars at the bottom or how many you years you can get. So if you got four out of 10 stars, that's what you got. But I also learned like you, those stars determine on what you did in the game so like it determines on how many saves you get how fast you beat the game and also how far you shot because the longest you can get is like 0. 0.45 or something like 0. 0.45 kilometers
4: yeah mike had
1: 11
3: <laughs> Fucking I, got goddamn nothing. I mean i didn't do anything special i mean i did the i did
1: like, do the stuff to get the good ending i did all that i also shot a lot of monsters this time so i was like whose line is it anyway like the points made up and nothing matters.
3: <laughs> I guess.
1: I mean that's what I say about the podcast when it comes to the rating system. <laughs> it really doesn't matter. Yeah, no, I it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. And like Blair had I see he has five stars and then two stars below.
3: <laughs>
1: so yeah, I got nothing. Well, good job, walkthrough
3: goddamn liar. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even have ten stars below. I had seven. Just fucking walkthrough. huh? you guys talk, I mean you fucking look this up, goddamn. Okay, man. you look it up.
1: <laughs> Also, this game is not that long, too, which I think is really nice. I think it's the right amount of game for a, for a survival horror game. Yes, yeah, like, I mean, it, it has the multiple endings and even an
4: ending that you don't get until you finish it. And even then, like, you have to really work for that, because I've never gotten the dog ending or the UFO ending.
0: Me neither. Uh, the dog the, ending I, is not in this game. Yep.
4: Oh, OK. It's so UFO ending then. Yeah. Or something. Because yeah, Because I looked into what you had to do and
1: I was like, oh, that sounds like a lot of work and I didn't want to do it.
2: That's completely fair.
1: You got to beat the game and then play again to get the UFO ending. And then it's two as a dog ending from then on.
3: Okay, so you're assessed ranking out of 10 or 100 with large and small stars. To understand your ranking, it is displayed with large stars and small stars. Each <laughs> each large star is worth one and each small star is worth 0.1. Or you could see them as 10 and 1 on a, hun- on a 0 to 100 point scare therefore if you have seven large stars and five small stars your rank would be a 7.5 out of 10 or a 75 out of 10
4: so the scoring system much like the story and plot and themes are all open to interpretation yes,
3: yes.
0: <laughs> so wait <laughs> so that would mean i got a 4.4 out of 10 yes how did i do that bad besides uh, reading the rifle <laughs>
3: So here you go. That's the, mode, the most important part. <laughs> um, the, the Max Small Stars Award, uh, which is your mode determines zero stars, clearing the game, your ending, your saves, your continues, your total time. How many?
0: Oh, continues. I yeah. have continues.
3: You died. I didn't die.
0: Yeah, I died. I, died I, was, I was shocked. It took me a while. And then what finally got me? I think it was those little freaking teddy bear things in the sewer.
3: Oh, those
1: those things are... Yes. Those so. little teddy
0: bears, not like the lizard guys, but the the little teddy bears.
1: that's what the guys You fill them with bullets. I was trying to.
4: <laughs> that's what I, did. I was I was trying to rely on my own knowledge as much as possible, and I did die, and it was in the final area. Because it it's interesting. I remember when I first played Resident Evil Two, and I kind of went in blind. And there's a shortcut where you have to jump down a dust chute and it gets you to the jail cell again. And I was like, no, 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 no. I played Maniac Mansion. That's going to lead into like a giant monster and I'm going to get eaten. So I'm not going to do it. And in this game, it has one of those. (laughs) Like in the last area... Like you get a a ring that you're supposed to link the two chains to get a thing. oh and I didn't do that. <laughs> and I got sucked in and game over and lost like an hour
3: of progress. That's such a goddamn terrifying fucking cutscene too.
1: I never saw it, even though I, I mean I knew it was coming this in this playthrough because I when I play well, most games in general, but when I play horror games especially, I have a guide out every step of the way and like, go left. okay, check this room. All right that's how i I mean i don't i don't mess around horror games at all even though i have save states and i'm cheating as all you know like i i can't like I can't fuck
4: i just needed to follow the steps to get the best ending that's what i was most concerned about and i knew so i guess like i keep bouncing around and so in this school you have the puzzle this is the one that f me up when i was in high school so and i'm glad that like, i think chelsea like kind of wrote out her step about how to do it because it's like a piano and you have so many keys and it's like the pelican rests on the bottom and the blackbird flies to the west or some such stuff like that <laughs> and i'm just like game facts piano puzzle okay cool
0: yeah even, I, like... I wanted to like because my during my stream to a co- Someone in the chat's like, do you want the answer? And I'm like, no, let me let me keep trying. And then finally I figured it out. Uh, but the only one I had to look up was the Zodiac one that we talked about earlier. I have no freaking clue. They don't give you any hints on it.
1: I'm surprised yeah. the game doesn't give you hints. I figured there was hints somewhere in a different room. And my asses didn't care enough and didn't read So because I was just rushing and playing, using a guide. But that's shitty if there's no hints. <laughs> It has yep. the numbers on the wall, but even
4: then you have to know like what sequence it is. It's like That's another good. Konami game, like the adventures of Batman and Robin. Uh, you have to know the riddle of the Minotaur, which I didn't know because I hadn't seen that episode in forever. <laughs> and my brother and I were like, we're screwed. We're never going to get past this until that episode came on in a rerun. And we're like, okay, it's HB human brain. Cool. Let's rent it
3: out again. <laughs> Now, see th- this is a PlayStation game, and this is one of the things where it's you—you you have to make these games hard, so people either take too long to beat them, or like kids don't rent them out for too long. And that also goes with an even more fun fact about this game: the walkthroughs for this game had to be recalled originally huh. beca- because they didn't want people to get spoiled for the puzzles. So whenever, uh, like, like Game Informer or like uh, review the review copies had different. Not puzzle solutions, but they were in different spots. So when, like, they would also create walkthroughs for it, they wouldn't be right. So the ball was in a different room. But the river balls in a different room, and like the the uh, acid for the hand is somewhere that's completely different.
0: Interesting. Huh.
3: Mm-hmm. It seems like a lot of work. That's the way it was back then.
4: Well, good for them, I
3: suppose. But well, if anything,
4: you figure they want them to buy more
1: strategy guides, is then you make more money. They didn't make the money off it, so they didn't care. Like I don't, know. I don't think they get a cut of those. I, I don't know. I've never talked to a publisher. I've talked, I've interviewed one guy who wrote a strategy guide once, but I don't. I'm assuming that they don't get a cut of that. And that's something I. And again, like like what I, because with Resident Evil, I always
4: managed to figure things out. Like I think in Resident, uh, Resident Evil One was the I played him like two three one, so I kind of did it in a weird order. And I think the only thing that screwed me up was I'm a moron who didn't examine the book. For the Because I got to the fountain and I was like, where are these metals? And it's like, oh, I had the books. I just had to open the books as I'm an idiot. And but I, I could always figure things out. But even in this, like in the school, like, I think I went down to like the furnace and you can't interact with it until you do something first. And it's really weird about how like the like sequence triggers happen. Like what do you mean? Like because I because I went to the furnace and it's like you can't do anything. And it's not like, oh. There's something that's missing. You need to do it. Like I had to go upstairs and do something first before I could go down and turn it on. Like, I think
1: that's how it went for me. I don't know. I know you have to put I don't, Is the furnace in the school or is that hospital? I mean, it's a boiler in the school or whatever. It's a heater in the basement. Okay. That you have to turn. on. Oh. I think you have to put like you have to. I know. I think it's like when you get the first key, you gotta put the first key in, and then it activates something and you go do the next part. Oh, so, I mean, there's certain that? triggers like that. I mean, I do know when it comes to leaving, like you go through that back of the house, you only you have to find notes in order to get one of the keys in the doghouse. Otherwise, it won't be there. But the
4: other oh, two keys, you can just yeah, grab and so you know that's where they the are.
3: Same
1: because I was exploring around all the edges,
4: because I like to mark off all the edges. And as I think about like what I love about the re- the recent Resident Evil Remake and why I really really get frustrated replaying Resident Evil Nemesis because all the solutions are randomized so you can like sequence break Resident Evil 2 and 3 remake because like those combinations are the same so it's not like you can find the drawings in the car before you go to the house you have to go to the house first for the things that show up
3: yeah, th- this game has sequences like I, I that makes more sense because like a the walkthrough I did did tell me to put the the, the gold and silver metal medal in before I did the other one. One of the other ones, which probably makes sense, is when Picture you're in the something. yeah when you're in the hospital, you have to use the elevator and check every floor before like the fourth floor shows up.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. There's also a lot of randomness to this game too, like the way the enemies behave and everything.
3: So and I think that's really where the,
2: a lot of the game's strength lies is that. You know, you can play this a couple times through and the enemies aren't going to behave the same really anytime. Like, it, it's like they continue to move when you're not there, which is weird because you can, you know, have an enemy in a room, go out of the room, run around for a bit, come back. That enemy's in a different spot completely. completely. Chelsea, yeah, it's like
4: when I replay Resident Evil, sorry to, to cut you off. It's like when I replay Resident Evil now, it's just like, okay, two dogs jump in, zombie here, do this. Yeah. Yeah. Chelsea
3: found something weird. But. Oh, in the civil, in the in this in the civil boss fight.
0: Oh yeah, I never noticed she she'll jump up on the carousel horse and just like chill up there with her legs crossed.
3: Yeah, it's it's weird.
1: <laughs> I think you did that. <laughs> I,
0: I never noticed that until this playthrough.
1: I've never really fight her because I mean the two times I played this game, I just did you throw the the thing at her and that's the end of the fight.
0: I couldn't figure it out because I knew I had to do that, but I think you have to like. Don't you have to shoot her a couple times first, and then it triggers a cutscene, and then you throw the stuff on her? No, no just
4: you can just get close. Yeah, yeah, you just get close I kept close trying.
0: Maybe, yeah, maybe I wasn't close enough. Because I kept, like, going in the menu and, and hitting use, and it was like, you can't use this here, can't use this here. And I'm like, well, what the hell?
3: Oh, I... I always did that a different way. I, I was told when I was a kid, you have to uh, you have to uh, wait for her to use up all the ammo in her gun. And if whenever she does, like I think like ten shots or something, she throws her gun, and then the cutscene activates normally, where Harry just pulls it out and throws it at her.
4: Yeah, well, interesting because I just like got close and just used it, and then it worked. Maybe people were getting mixed up with like revolver Ross a lot, and just like wait for him to reload and then then do it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's. Also really easy to get the bad ending in this game. Oh,
2: it's so easy to get the bad ending. Because
3: I I think if you if you do save Sybil, but you don't get that vial from Kaufman, I think that gets you the worst ending, right?
2: Yeah, like if you don't go to the bar Indian run, or the motel, and you save Sybil, that's your bad ending.
1: It's also weird how all that stuff is just so optional, too. Like, when you get, like, in the end of the game, you're just, told, oh, yeah, go to the resort, or go here. Like, if it wasn't for a guide, I never would have thought to go in those other buildings and do and those random shit you do.
4: The thing you need to save Sybil, which is, like, finding, like, the broken... <laughs> Like Joker Cure from Arkham City on the ground that you like scoop up in the bottle. <laughs>
1: but you don't like, even know what it is. You just find this random shit and it's like, okay, you can interact with it. And you have to find a bottle like nearby that place that you just, it, it's, it's very strange.
0: It's really easy to miss the bottle too. Like you know, it's yeah. that little kitchen area and like the camera angle changes. But I don't think people would have thought to like examine that and grab one of those.
2: What I will say is I'm thankful that this game came out after Resident Evil. Because as soon as I see stuff that's like, oh, that looks like it might be a thing. Resident Evil trained me to like, oh, hey, go look at that. It looks like it might be a thing. It probably is. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's true.
4: That's <laughs> if the camera like specifically changes to go on that thing, you're just like, oh,
3: something's up here.
1: Oh, and then when you when you do throw that thing on Sybil, doesn't like some like thing like little like black thing climb yeah, out of her?
3: Like, yeah, like yeah. parasite. that is the thing that is on the back of the nurses and doctors in the hospitals.
1: Oh, okay. I'm not get that. And this is before all the enemies have as much symbolism as they do in two, I think, right? Like it's not one, like they don't have the same type of like, I think, I mean, I guess they're supposed to just be symbolizing stuff with Alessa, but not like what two it is.
2: Well, okay. And we talked about this question earlier, which do you prefer two being by itself or the ones linked? I never gave an answer because I was really thinking about it, but like, Silent Hill 2, the enemies are a direct reflection of James. And here they're just, you know, like you said, they stuff to do with Alessa. It's a cult. They're doing weird shit. I, I like the reactive Silent Hill 2 better than the just stuff happens in Silent Hill. I like to think that Silent Hill has an intelligence okay. and is punishing people rather than just blaming it on a cult. Yeah, because even you
4: think about, like, the thing comes out of Sybil, and it's not like you know. It it just makes me think of Resident Evil Four, where there's like a cult who's like jamming the plagues down people's mouths and like put them under control. Because I, unless I miss something, and I, I'm sure someone's like found the evidence somewhere that like they have like demon parasite things that they can control people. Like it's it's just weird. It's like a thing that you do because it's a video game, but not within the universe that they built
3: there's there's references for some of them I know it's like the dogs are because Alyssa scared a dog and then the kids used to jabber with pencils in the school so that's why the little children's have knives and things like that one of the enemies that you're supposed to find that's non-threatening is the weird little shadow babies I think those oh, I are suppo- love
0: the little squeakers
3: little squeaker <laughs> babies those are supposed to be alyssa references as well because she was you know you like she was unable to help herself when she was a little baby so yeah oh. th- there's there's some of them. but Yeah, there's some of them I don't make sense. Like, I I guess maybe the idea could be, like, Alyssa didn't think that, like, adults were really mean to her. They were possessed. Something else was possessing them to make them be mean to her. That's her way of coping with it, maybe. I don't fucking know.
4: See, that's, like, that's what's so cool about this, is that that totally makes sense to me, the, what you've just described. And now it's like, ah, I wish this one was getting the remake instead of two. I think two is fine. <laughs> they just need to put two out there again. They. I think people will
3: be happy. Like I'd take a remaster of two over a remake. Yeah, they they might because I mean, what is it? Silent Hill Two is going to give the option to where they've they fully created the map, and people like to. Because I mean, technically, the map in Silent Hill One, Two, and Three for the hospital are all the same thing, isn't it? Think I can't remember. I think it's
2: pretty similar.
3: Yeah. So I mean, who's to say that once they make Silent Hill Two remake? They already have a town built. They'll just reuse the, the same map for 1 and 3. And it makes sense to have 1 and 3 so close together now because you can have a remake of 1 and then directly make a remake for 3 right after that.
4: So go pre-order now, ladies and gentlemen.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go pre-order now. Steam just showed that it's 50 gigabytes on your PC. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs>
4: that's like half of a Mortal Kombat 1. <laughs>
1: Ooh, yeah. I mean, that's probably where
2: we're going to be at for... <laughs> when the stuff comes out so see that's another reason you should let the older games be available it's like not everybody has that access to bandwidth to download you know 50 to 100 gigs of game
3: like there, there, there's gonna be a news article of like there's more pixels on pyramid heads ass than the entirety of silent hill 2 or something like that i don't
4: know <laughs> oh it's a red pyramid thing or some such nonsense
3: isn't it <laughs>
1: I also got to say, like, the last dungeon of this place, Nowhere, where it just kind of, like, jumbles up different places. I really don't like that, because you don't have a map. (laughs) One thing I love about Silent Hill is I love having the map.
0: Oh, yeah, me too. Everywhere
1: I go, I can pull up my map. I can look. I can see where I'm at. I can see, like, because he crosses off. I love how he crosses. In all the Silent Hill games, they all cross off stuff. Oh, check this door. This door is locked. Like, I just love that scribble scrabble on the map. I'm
0: checking that map probably every three seconds. Oh, me too. That map noise coming on.
4: Mm -hmm. that's what i love slash hate about this is because again doing a resident evil comparison because like in resident evil 2 which i dearly dearly love like every room kind of has a purpose like there's a puzzle piece or a puzzle but it's also like okay in this police station there isn't a bathroom like it just doesn't exist in resident evil 2 and in this it's like there's so many rooms that it becomes annoying, and even like in the school, for example, it's like okay, on this floor, in order to get through the hallway, you have to go through a room to get around. And I'm just like really bad with directions, where I'm constantly just like, uh, which way's left? <laughs> like especially in the town, I'm just like trying to find the street markers, and like the evil dead puppets are flying at me, and I'm just like,
1: oh guys, I'm just trying to find a street and where to make a left. Like, and let's talk about those street names. Oh my god, I love. I do like them, too. I like that they're there.
0: Well, like, it, it, they're I think authors. it helps. They're all horror authors.
2: Yep. Horror or true crime or sci-fi. Oh, I didn't know
0: that. That's cool. Every single one of them. That's really cool.
1: I just I just like the fact that they had Street because it help you figure out where the fuck you're going. But <laughs> that's cool. They, had, they were horror. I didn't know that. I didn't know that's where
2: you're going either. And a lot of those authors were direct influences on the franchise as well. So, you know, it's kind of cool.
3: That's cool. I mean, that's a. I like Easter eggs like that. And uh, one one thing that I do like about Silent Hill, one that one thing we already talk about, you, your main character is Harry Mason. And I remember back in like the original PlayStation guide, not guide, but like the booklet that came with the disc, and that they they kind of kept between the first four games, which is your main character is an average person. So like every shot that you shoot might not hit, and they're not really sure how to use a gun and things like that. And I really miss that, and it's really jarring going from RE4 Remake, where I just I stopped playing it like two weeks ago, where Leon can uppercut and parry and tactical dive to this, where Harry's like, oh, I got a little backstep I could do, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> I love this little backstep. It's, it's over 20 back years back
1: between step.
4: the two. A little <laughs> circle straight. <laughs> it's like, look at you trying to be a Mega Man trigger.
3: But, but... <laughs> But that that's where the this, this series ends up eventually fucking up, because you have homecoming where, you know, the whole point of homecoming is, oh, you're Alex Shepard. You're Mr. Army Man. Call of Duty back from the war. Messed up in the head. Army man. Know how to <laughs> know, know how to backflip and cut, dive, dodge combo. And it's like I don't. And that's that's why everyone's also worried about, too, because like, I think there's the the two for remake someone showed like someone working on the game and like i think james has like a lock-on for enemies but it's oh, like fuck off well if you have to it it makes sense <laughs> to have a lock-on at least but <laughs> no it, it doesn't so he's
4: going to be like hot buff james from the cover of
1: psm <laughs> oh, no. like that image when you sent it on that magazine hot
3: james oh. who fucks. no this this is 40 year old james who feels bad and he probably like you probably will have a stamina bar because his back hurts from, like, smothering his wife. Well, <laughs> Spoiler. oh, fucking spoilers, homeboy. Not just <laughs> smothering,
4: man.
1: Your back just hurts after 30, okay? Yeah, no, oh, that's, that's very fair. You hit. I mean, I, I remember hearing that joke, and I hit 30, I'm like, oh, they weren't kidding. I'll be lucky to get out of this chair
3: once this recording session's over. <laughs> which, how, how old is Harry Mason in this game? Is he 30? What did they say?
4: Yeah, because that's what I was trying to, like, kind of determine, because they find cheryl as a baby and then at the end of this game if you have a good plus ending she gets reborn and then he essentially has to watch her grow up again to be so she's what 16 17 18 and three, like yeah. 17, 18, and
3: three. yeah
2: yeah
4: so he's like pushing 50 which is probably why he like couldn't get away when they attacked him
2: but see like at the same time you know that's really great for harry because he's like all right cool i know what i fucked up on the last time this time we're just going to watch Bluey. We're not watching horror movies. Like, this kid's going to turn out right. I'm just like, man, my,
1: my son's 15. I would not want to go back in time and redo that. No way in hell. Sure, right. I fucked up, but no, do I want to go through all that again? Nope. Mm-mm. It's like, oh, yeah, go and
4: mow the lawn. Dad's going to go play some video games for the show. It's like, ah, oh, crap, I got to change diapers again. This
1: shit's fucked up. I got enough <laughs> sleep again? No, Mm-mm. never. Mm-mm. I'm good. Here,
3: Here's a. I like sleep too much. What is it? Babies don't like sleep. Oh, here here's a good example. How old is Sean Bean in the Silent Hill 2 movie? That's probably a good like estimate to how old he is.
1: I have no idea. I've never I've never seen that second movie. I've only seen the first one once, which is actually the first movie episode of this podcast.
4: She doesn't get reborn though. I think she just gets out somehow. Yeah.
3: Yeah. In in, in the in the second movie it's revealed that like she, she whenever that ending the ending of that movie, how like she's asleep on the couch. Like Sean Bean just turns around and she's in the real world on the couch again.
4: Yeah, it's it's very ambiguous as to whether or not they got out. But then it's like in the sequel, like the mother did something. I really don't remember the sequel. Like I saw it
3: once. It's on fine. It's my fine. Pre- it's my We're home pre- pre- movie, aren't we? Yes. Yes, okay. yes we are. Boo. <laughs> How bad can it be? <laughs> no. Like, so okay. I...
2: I'm uh, sorry. I'm super pissed about it.
3: There's one way that you can save that movie, and I know it's not the best way to save that movie, and I'm putting this in, so we're carbon dating this goddamn podcast. The only way you can save that movie is if, and I know I don't want to say it, but it's the only way, is you have Sean Bean come back as the main character looking for Rose, because that's kind of part of the ending for the second movie. And you end up having the woman who played Rose, but you have her in like a little bit different makeup, and you use that as the whole twist of where it's she's not Rose, she's like some other dumb flower name or whatever. And because they they're making the movie off the plot of Silent Hill too, it's tulip. And that yeah, and that's, that's the terrible. only way you can save that movie for it to be actually pretty okay. Anything else will completely fucking ruin it.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. I okay. I I see that. I counter with you completely ignore both the other movies that have been made, yeah, and just tell the story. <laughs> <of> <laughs> that's what they're two. gonna
3: do. That's probably what they are gonna do, which is also There's fine. no way. But I don't
2: need the story of two. goddammit. I already am getting a remake of the game. Why would I want to watch a movie that is just the story of the game? Like Silent we Hill. We heard you like Silent I Hill. Agree.
1: We Silent heard you like Hill 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 2. We'll give you Silent Hill Two remake. We'll give you Silent Hill Two movie. We'll even put Silent Hill Two in your car. Yeah.
2: Yo, dog! I heard you like Silent Hill. <laughs> I mean, also,
4: how many million copies did Capcom sell a Resident Evil 4 remake this year? I
2: don't know, four?
3: Like, I uh, didn't need that. Even like... at finishing it, I was like, yeah, it was fine. Oh, you mean you mean the, the weird thing where they're talking about how they're making a sequel to Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City called Resident Evil Umbrella Chronicles. And the guy that played Leon just confirmed that he redyed his hair blonde. So that's probably just going to be a, a Resident Evil 4 movie. I'm so excited. Look, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this
2: and I don't want you guys to give me any shit at all because I've heard your crappy takes this entire episode. <laughs> I <laughs> love Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. I enjoyed I it too. That Leon is a hot idiot. Like that's exactly what he should be. See,
4: I was like, I would love to see a sequel to that movie where he is playing an idiot as part of some type of where he's like, oh man, I was playing dumb the entire time to basically get everyone to follow me around, but secretly I was getting intel for shadowy organization X. Like,
0: uh, like Doofy in uh, Scary Movie. Yeah, was like, <laughs> if you're
4: a dummy who doesn't know how to use a shotgun, how do you suddenly know how to use a rocket launcher to kill a giant mutant,
2: huh? Rocket, rocket launchers honestly are easier to use. There is a big fucking button to press.
1: Yeah, you also have to like hold your breath because you can get knocked the F out too. Yeah, okay, that's fair. I fired a shotgun, it wasn't that hard. I never fired a rocket launcher. I don't think I ever will. I I doubt it can be that easy.
4: Wait, you're American who hasn't fired a rocket launcher?
2: What country gun Are you sure? Come the fuck off. You're gonna get evicted from the country? Yeah. I only
1: fired pistols and shotguns ever
2: and a rifle. I don't even like guns. I'm very staunchly blue, and even I've fired a rocket launcher. Jesus.
1: America. This is, America.
3: This
1: is... Like, we were playing this game earlier, Blair. You made a joke because you're Canada, for those that don't know, which I don't know how you can't at this point. But you were like, oh, oh look at all those the ammo everywhere the American just leave lying around. Correct. Yeah. Know? It's true, though. Because I was also like, here's an, another funny thing. Like, I'm part of a Steam Deck group, and some guy posted he's playing Steam Deck at work, and he was at a convenience store. And people were like, oh, where's the shotgun? Where's the gun? He's like, oh, well, we're in Australia. Like, we're fine. And I was like, and the people that were reading it could not comprehend that, like, and of course it must have Americans, like if people don't have guns, they can't, then you don't have to worry about random people coming to your store robbing you with a gun. Like it was just the stupidest thing. Like, yeah, it makes sense. But my
2: if you take guns away, only the criminals are going to have guns.
4: <laughs> sure. So it's like I won't paraphrase the whole thing, but somehow in my daily life, the Chris Rock parody song No Sex in the Champagne Room came up twice <laughs> in my and it's like, don't go to a party with metal detector. You might be safe on the inside. But what about all the people outside with guns? They know that you ain't got one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, America.
3: Fuck yeah. No, <laughs> two things. One, because I don't want to jinx myself. I know that the Silent Hill 2 movie, not the not the Revelations, the movie that's going to be crazy from 2. I'm going to go ahead and shoot myself in the nuts with that and say that they're going to give the movie the worst ending, which is the Maria ending. And I know they will. Oh no! Oh. They will. They definitely will. But also, I love uh whatever the fuck they put in Silent Hill brand energy drink. An energy drink so good it heals stab wounds. What the fuck?
4: <laughs> yeah, it's like the, the joke. And the joke I made in the chat was like, every like this is an American game because everything is covered with ammo and monster energy drink.
3: <laughs> Excuse you, sir. That's Red Bull. <laughs>
2: Then <laughs> how do we do lower energy drinks Why? around here? So well, I mean, to be fair, this game was made because Konami wanted to make a game that was popular in America. What do you do? You make it the most American fucking thing you possibly can.
0: Yeah,
1: you make the school based off kindergarten cop.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: One thing I gotta say about this game too, like the maps, you how easily you can miss maps. Like it I remember I think I want to say when we recorded this. Got you know four and a half years ago somebody missed the map when you get into the resort area out of the sewer and it's in a brochure which again this is a ps1 graphic so you can't really tell when we're used to better get better graphics but there's like a brochure holder that has the map and like if you miss that you just won't have a map of the whole that of the whole third area say like, listen
4: all you have to do is like keep hitting x on literally everything and anything <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> who wants yep. to do that Oh, yeah, because I love seeing, oh, yeah, this door's, the door's jammed, the door's locked, the door's jammed, this door's broken, so it's not going to work. Yeah, I love fucking seeing that every goddamn fucking (laughs) time.
4: So that's my, uh, I had a friend in my university years who bought a game called Clive Derrick, Clive Barker's Undying. Yes! And every door stuck, jammed, won't budge. And that's what I kept thinking of the entire
2: time in playing this game. Oh god, I haven't thought about that in too long. I never even heard of it, but you got pretty excited over it. So, oh, no, it's just like so bad.
4: stupid <laughs> things in your dumb life that like you think are unique to yourself. And then I'm glad that someone also knows about <laughs> Clive Barker's undying. Oh man. It's on I... Gog,
1: I think. Is it? So, yeah, I think so. It's not
4: something, on something something that I was I kinda of wanted to like throw to everyone because I feel like I remember buying or my brother got his copy of Metal gear solid and there was an ad for uh silent hill and like they usually they use civil to kind of sell it yeah and that's something like she's basically in and out of this and i was wondering like man i'd love to see a remake where she has a more prominent role as i know she's in uh, shattered memories but i'd like to see a more direct remake of this where almost like you know, a separate way scenario where it's what she was doing
2: and what she oh, goes through. Yeah. Maybe she sees yeah. something different. Yeah, give me a B scenario. You did it with Leon and Claire in Resident Evil 2. Let me have Harry and Sybil, because I
3: know Sybil's done seeing some shit. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, it would be cool to see another person's side of it in this in this game.
3: There is a There are two different novels. I think they said one's on the, on the phone or the PSP, and the other one's a physical book. And, uh, the books do tell it from, uh, God, what the hell was her name? We just, we just said it. We're told from Sybil's perspective. It's weird because the books kind of tell it differently. For instance, whenever Harry wakes up in the diner, one book says that she's the one who actually saves him from the monster. So she drags his ass out of the alleyway into the, into the cafe. And another book says that she went in there to get shelter from the snow and she just found him knocked out on the fucking, on the, uh you know, bench, and then she waited for him to wake up.
4: Interesting. I have one of the digital comics on PSP, but it's just like an original story. I think it's just like, it's, it's not even because there was a metal gear one that I had. It was like, there was some interactivity to it, but I think this is even, it just is a UMD video. It's just like a motion comic, but it's
2: a whole nother story. Oh, I remember those, man. I would. Okay. I was not surprised at how nostalgic this podcast was going to make me. (laughs) Like I know All the listeners out there Don't have the access to All these podcast chats We do but I just posted that While we were recording this I just bought Silent Hill and Silent Hill Revelation On Premium VOD Just so I can watch them tonight And I'm gonna (laughs) Am I gonna regret it? Probably (laughs) Especially when it gets around to Revelations Cause that sucks But I love it it's weird and like after playing this game i really do appreciate the movie a lot more me too because the movie got it didn't get everything right but it got more than it should have right
4: and it's and i could be wrong cuz i remember i don't think i don't i don't know if i had finished this before i saw the movie i think i might have finished this one on a rental um cuz i didn't notice the sirens in this and maybe i was just like an idiot 20 something um Because they're so faint when they switches. And I really really are. I really love in the movie how they got that camera angle right. Like
2: the first kind of switch.
0: Oh, yeah. And then
2: so crazy. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, man. The movie, like, okay. The pyramid head in the movie still pisses me off to this day. Yeah. And, oh, man, if we do, if we ever recover Silent Hill 2. Ooh, I need to be on that episode. Because you guys are going to hear some. Hatred,
4: Because they treat the pyramid head like a liquor. now. It's like he's yeah. not a bioweapon. He's specifically a punishment for this person. But then it's yeah. like he's in Homecoming. I haven't played Origins in a while. He might be what? in that for a while. He's not in Origins.
3: I don't think Orgi- origins, they create a new character called the Butcher. The butcher. Yeah.
4: Uh, okay. I liked Origins. No, you don't. <laughs> I, I like the I like the the kind of light world dark world mechanic.
1: I remember like in Origins a lot,
4: like the puzzles. I think that's what I was a fan of, like the puzzles where it's like you'd have to go into the dark world and come out on the other side. It's kind of like the underrated Constantine game on PS2.
2: Oh, I remember that game. That game was pretty nice. Oh, I I'm not sure if I ever played Origins. I think I was offended by its existence. <laughs>
3: Because of the breakable weapons, right?
2: Well, like, I didn't need to know. Like, it was it was stuff I didn't want. I didn't ask for it. I was offended that it existed. So I don't think I ever played it.
0: But you can put, like, five TVs in your pocket. I can you do can. that now! <laughs> you,
3: can, you can also use said five TVs to bash, what is it, those straitjacket enemies over the head with. And it, <laughs> and it kills them instantly.
4: I really, um, because I remember... What we've got is different from when it started. And I remember reading, I think it was on one up, that the initial build got leaked somehow (laughs) because they switched development because it was the way they showed it off. Originally, it was more like of a Resident Evil four over the shoulder camera. And then they, I guess, restarted development and it was more of the kind of static Silent Hill cameras and that demo, I think, leaked online. And I remember I tried to get it, but I was too dumb to get it working on my PSP. And I think I probably would have had to, like, jailbreak it. And I'm one of the only people in the world who didn't, like, hack their PSP.
3: <laughs> I hacked my PSP Go. I know. it's yes. great. There's some weird thing where they say to play Silent Hill Origins, to the, the, play the PSP build and not the PS2 build, because they, like, royally fucked up the PS2 build and it's way too dark to play.
0: I played um. it on the PS2. Is it too dark? I don't remember it being too dark. Actually, when I played that Origins, I really enjoyed it. So I don't know. I, I should go back and play that again because I wonder if I would still. I mean, at the time, I really enjoyed it.
3: It's, it's not bad for a horror game. It's just really weird because I remember a lot of the story being being redone and like them, them retconning a bunch of weird stuff. And, I uh... remember
0: like the, the theater level and then like there's like a sanita- sanitarium level. I thought those were cool.
3: Yeah, the, the the theory level armor being cool because you change the backgrounds and then you jump into the mirror world to solve puzzles. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, the the story is the same thing of it being a twist ending, like th- them still trying to catch the whole lightning in a bottle with two. So there's like the whole like, oh, there's a twist. There's a twist between Travis Grady's weird past, which I don't think is that big of a twist. so oh Travis
2: Grady, that's the trucker, right?
3: Yeah. yeah.
4: Who shows up again in Homecoming at the start?
0: Yep. Yes.
3: It also <sighs> wasn't
1: until this playthrough that I finally realized... I think you know, I was watching some video that I finally realized why they even come to Town Hill in the first place that Alessa had convinced them to.
3: She's like, let's go take a vacation
1: here! And you he listen to a seven-year-old for some reason. Look, man, when you when you have kids, they want to
2: go somewhere, you do it just to shut them up. <laughs> I mean, that is,
1: that's, that's fair. I did do a lot of stuff for my son just to get him to stop. Yeah, so, yeah, that's fair. Okay,
2: yeah,
3: I'll buy it. It's, it's also... <laughs> It's also 1990s America where like beef jerky was a dollar for like a five pound bag. So it was (sighs) like cheap to do a road trip,
2: man.
4: Yeah. And they say it's like a resort town and it's only fallen on like hard times within
2: recent memory. I think I remember reading that in one of the files. Yeah. Well, I mean, it does have the resort. Like you go to the resort in this game.
1: Yeah. Near the end part. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So like it's some hill sounds like it used to be a tourist trap and then the cult and drugs and demons. You know,
3: typical tourist trap story. I mean the Sounds drugs. It's
0: like Las stuff. Vegas. Yeah, exactly. There's lots
3: Sounds of drugs like in my office. hometown. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, I love Silent Hill with with uh two hospitals and two what is it, two sanitariums and then whatever a <laughs> whatever it's <laughs> called that was it was a opposite of a sanitarium like a asylum, asylum. Um, and then there's also a jail somehow and downpour and you know <laughs> and in homecoming there's a whole separate town which is part of the part of the map is just my house so you know it's it's a big town yeah
4: <laughs> it's like the shelbyville the silent hill yeah <laughs>
3: There, there's, like, a boat in the middle of that drown, and that's what the arcade game's based off of. There's also, like, three pachinko machines based off Silent Hill. You know, That's why you go. You go and play the Silent Hill pachinko slot machines.
2: Man, I would play the Silent Hill pachinko
3: slot games because I have never played a pachinko machine. But it looks like fun. Uh, pachinko is you just dropping balls into a hole and seeing what happens. There is no yeah. stra- There's no real strategy to it. You just hope you get lucky. <laughs> yeah, it
0: yeah. looks so fun. Do like like you win money? Is it, like, a slot machine?
3: Yeah, you, you win real money. So like a pachinko machine, it's like it drops balls into holes and then you get points and then you go trade points in for the stuffed bear. And then you go down the street and give the bear and they, they give you fit, like money for the bear because that's how gambling works in countries. That's
0: yeah. weird.
2: Because uh, gambling, I think, is technically illegal in Japan.
0: Oh, that makes sense.
2: So that's how they get around it. Yeah, We, uh, we went to
4: Niagara Falls a few years ago and we went to a casino. Actually, won $250 and... Uh, but I put in ten, I should preface. It's not like I won two fifty after spending a thousand. Um uh-huh. and I'm not thought... winning, not just <laughs> trying to get
1: back. So many Konami logos. Oh, I've been never man. seen, I've never seen any like yeah, I've never seen anything cool like that. I was in Vegas not that long ago and there was no I was looking for cool things. Only thing I found was a Star Trek one that I lost that I watched twenty dollars disappear. That was about it. That's the
4: one I went on was Alien. I just started hitting random buttons one time, and it was like two hundred and fifty dollars. I'm like, okay, we're going home.
1: yep that's you never play again. You always be ahead. That's what I do. I hate casinos. I hate gambling I in, all, in all aspects.
2: Oh, there's so much fun. The tip is you go in with a small amount of money, and that's all you're spending.
1: Yeah, that's yep. what I always done. I won't. I won't take out more money. I won't ever. Like I just hate it. All right. Anything else you guys want to add on Sound Hill that we haven't said yet?
2: I do actually want to give a shout out to. Him book sure there is a wonderful book that i've read a few times now i actually started looking through it again today uh by bernard perrin called silent hill the terror engine all about the making of the silent hill games and it deconstructs the games much like somebody would do with like a film essay and this guy actually has experience in film studies so you know take that what you will but it's really interesting when you're looking at the psychological aspects of the games and having things spelled out for you and he's making connections that you normally might not make like it, it's a really good book and i recommend everybody at least uh, try to give it a look if you're interested in that type of stuff
4: have you ever read the uh, the boss fight book on silent hill
2: i have yeah
4: i i uh i really dug that one that uh, what really bums me is that um i i still like to get physical books and they don't sell a lot of them in canada so i have it on a uh, on a tablet i have a digital copy and i really really wanted the um
2: physical one because I, I really dug that one yeah that one was really good i picked up like a ton of the boss fight books i think through um combination of kickstarter and humble bundle Ooh. oh that's goldeneye they mind.
4: mine <laughs> i have the goldeneye one the goldeneye one's great but uh i thought i found
1: the silent hill one. okay uh so anything else you guys want to say should we go on a shelf stacker box oh man we've covered a lot today <laughs> i think we did <laughs> all right i'll go first i'm gonna put this on the shelf i had a really good time going through this game this time and I had I, I didn't come up with a lot of expectations but it was just a ton of fun to revisit like it, it really shocked me like how much I have grown as a gamer in the four years of the 200 some games that I played for this podcast and more and like how I was thrown out of my comfort zone and now I'm like yeah this is just fine like and it, it's such a nice feeling like this game is great and I think after you play two three four and then go back to this I think it really sets you up more than I than I ever expected so
3: Oh, what about you, Joe? It's very much going on the shelf. I was thinking about maybe sacking it, but I'm like, no, nah, that game deserves a little bit more. Plus, with how fast and surprisingly you can actually beat this game? Like, I think, what's the fastest Y'all clocked in, like, like, under three hours? Yeah, I was, yeah, I like, three Mark or four. Was three. I was uh, closer to three and a half. Yeah, I, right. I didn't, I didn't say throughout this whole podcast, but I didn't beat it because I was under the weather pretty much this whole week. I should have played on Memorial Day. I have Memorial Day off. And I should have just streamed through it, but... I was a coward and decided to continue to play uh, Zelda. But um, you, <laughs> it's 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 cool that you could beat this game in three hours and then do a new game plus and have all these different weapons that you can use. And it gives you an option to at least go through a second time and get maybe like the normal or the bad ending. So
0: And what about you, Jos? It's going on that shelf, baby.
3: Because
0: <laughs> of the, the, the little squeakers. <laughs> Love those little shits and the soundtrack. The goofy ass characters. And it's just overall it's fun. It's it's fun to explore and mark things off your map and try and collect everything, even though I missed that damn rifle.
1: <laughs> you still beat the game.
0: Yeah, sure did.
1: Oh, did we talk did we talk about the two final bosses? No. Okay, we'll come back to that. I want to finish, but I, since we're already started, we'll finish this part, but I, we'll come back to that afterwards. Uh, Blair, what about you? Uh, I, I'm on Joe. I, I was thinking about putting in a stack
4: because I finished this and it feels like it's been years and I was like, I don't know if I'll ever really go back again because I did enjoy it, but like I, it's not as much as I love going back and say playing like Resident Evil 1 through 3, but now that we've kind of gotten to this deep dive discussion, it just made me appreciate it so much more and it's kind of, I really fell in love with Silent Hill. And then I kind of fell out of love with like the newer ones. And even I didn't, I never finished the room. I, I never really got into it. And then I traded it for an Turtles game because I needed it for my collection. And yeah, just having a discussion. It's like, yeah, no, it's going on the shelf. I'm glad that I still have it on my PS3 and
2: I hope that thing never dies. And now I'm just asking for it too. All right. What about you, Ken? Oh, it's going on the shelf for me. I know we talked about the sound earlier. And somebody mentioned it. I don't remember who it was, but uh, talking about the soundtrack and woof, this soundtrack, this is when I used to work retail and I closed nights. There were a couple albums that I would always listen to while I was like cleaning the floors, like sweeping, mopping, all that fun stuff. And any of the Silent Hill soundtracks by Akira Yamaoka were always right up at the top. Because people stayed away from me when I was listening to those <laughs> <laughs> because it bothered them. And like, it, ah, his music is so good. Like, when he does actual songs, they're great. When he does whatever kind of hell soundscape most of the soundtrack is, just drones and clangs and
0: broken washing machine.
2: Yeah, it's just, it's the way it works, it's horrifying.
1: And it works so, so well in these games. And keeping people away apparently. <laughs> yeah. But hey, you're not wrong. Anywhere, anytime you're closing a store, it doesn't matter what retail you store at, you just want to get your shit done and get the fuck out. I completely understand. Like, I always tell everybody, do not, and I, I will tell us to anyone, do not go to a fast food place half an hour before they close. Ooh. Do not. You do not want to order that food. You do not want to eat that food.
3: <laughs> Blair, as, a, as we did for for the podcast, I was completely dreading playing part four and i'd like to thank the podcast for making me play Four because i absolutely fucking fell in love with it
1: four was cool four is yeah. great
3: four, four is great, great. forever i
4: i worked at a video store in 2005 and when we would close i would borrow things to take home at the end of the night because i would just bring them in the next day and i remember one night i brought home silent hill 4 does it they only have like a few ps2 games it, they had not that many and I just remember being at a water tower or something and had all these levels, and I just got horribly stuck, and I was just like, oh, I don't have the patience for this, and then I never went back, and then I bought it, and I was going to replay it, and then I never, and now I don't have it anymore, and eh, it's fine.
2: Oh, uh, the Panopticon. What a great time that was. Oh, so God, this... I fucking love Silent Hill.
1: <laughs> I, I got it. I have such a more appreciation, uh, appreciation of this. So much more.
3: And I think that's one thing that I really have to stress about this. Well, Mike, you want to talk about the final bosses? You know there's like two different bosses. I
1: didn't know bosses. that, actually. <laughs> I was watching the speedrun last night. So I beat this game twice, and both times I beat it, I got the good ending, and I fought the demon that comes out at the very end. But if you don't get the good ending, you fight like an angel version of a lesser or something, it looks like? Yeah. It's like all bright lights, and you just... Yeah. Is that easier?
3: No. <laughs>
1: yeah, not even... I yeah, didn't know like, that. Like... I thought that was really cool to find out that there's two bosses. There's no it's... supernatural trick
4: to kill in Samael. You just have to like pump him full of like assault rifle. So it's just like,
1: Hey, <laughs> this game just plays in America. That's what we would do. It's
4: like, <laughs> Oh, we've summoned the dark Lord. It's like, Oh no, my one weakness bullet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know, considering that it's an ethereal bean, it probably wouldn't be affected by bullets, maybe. <laughs> who knows? Well,
2: see, that was a problem. You take a demon, you give it physical form. Yeah, sure, it's free to go around and fuck up the world, but you also expose it to bullets. And that's <laughs> everybody's mistake. It's Bush League.
3: I also, yeah. think, I also think my favorite part of that is you, you do this whole sequence where, you know, you, you meet uh, Dahlia and she's spouting off about, <sighs> You know the all gods and blah blah blah. No one cares, and uh I think in the the best ending, whenever the 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 demon comes out, you see her on the ground. She's like, oh, and then she just immediately catches on fire. <laughs> I mean, I think that's fair. The whole idea that
1: a demon's gonna come and work for you, I think, goes against what a demon is supposed to be. Like, come on, guys, like it ain't it ain't here to help you. It's like, no, girl, you done got parasite eved.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it. It goes with my own personal thing, like I said earlier. I don't think she's a miracle baby, and I think all of this was just Dahlia being completely like up her own ass. I think and, like, she had psychic powers or some kind of powers, and then Dahlia started doing the ritual,
1: things like that, to invoke the demon. to
2: summon. Oh, That
3: that reminds me. Uh, who knows what gyromancy is? Never heard of it. Is that so, when you summon Greek wraps filled with lamb meat? No. Uh, gyro- <laughs> g- so in this game, when you first meet Dahlia, she goes, Delicious. oh, Oh, it's Harry Mason. The the I I saw your forthcoming from gyromancy. It was
0: foretold by a gyromancy.
3: So gyromancy is where you take a circle and you do the alphabet and you either spin to make yourself dizzy or you run around the circle until you get dizzy and you start making up words and you have to keep doing it until you get the word you need or the sentence and you will either get the sentence by either until you either die or go mad. What and, if you um, vomit all over? Would that help you in that you case? Because that's what going. will happen. Just, just keep well,
0: gyromancy oh, is yeah. a real thing?
3: Gyromancy is a I real just
4: thing. googled it, and the two images that come up are Silent Hill, Been Expecting You as Fortress by Gyromancy, and some doofus walking around the circle while wizards in the background. <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> but it's, it's a thing of like, oh, oh man, why, why don't we use gyromancy? Oh, you mean that thing that never works? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, the
1: idea of running around in a circle and I mean all it would lead to me in my eyes is vomiting, so yeah. And it's
2: like the uh the aglophotus or whatever however the hell you pronounce it, the thing that uh Kaufman has to throw at uh the demon.
3: Oh the the that's like a real thing yeah. in Japan or something. Well, it's a real herb that is used in occultism. Yeah. So's oh. that So's that drug that they use that, that they fucking talk about, I think too. Like Claudia? Yeah, it's supposed to yeah. be like it's supposed to be based off of the stuff that Native Americans smoke. Oh, cool. So I remember somewhere maybe well, in the videos
1: where it told me there's like some kind of plant that they're growing that they're then harvesting into a drug. Yeah,
0: yes, that's, that's what it. Lisa was taking. Okay. Yeah.
3: And that's why I think Sybil was there because they, they said they've been they've been finding a lot more of it outside of Silent Hill. That's fair. Yep. Oh, and something
4: that I brought up in the chat that I feel the listeners should know. I actually know a person named
3: Lisa Garland, I R L.
0: <laughs> are you
3: sure she's are you sure she's real and not like some kind of blood monster like in the game well i mean i saw her
4: like <laughs> i'm just thinking of john prep course from clone high when gandhi just floating in the air and not being in the truck and like she did work at the ice cream store and now i'm just like thinking of like me being there and it's like a magic scoop just doing nothing on its own
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh watch clone high if you haven't i have not
1: but i know it's on max i saw it there
2: yeah I mean, Boo on Max,
1: but... Oh, it's fucking terrible. Fucking app is terrible.
2: Like, yeah. I did not say Boo earns, so don't try to twist my words.
1: I don't like the app at all, by the way. It's just crap compared to HBO Max. It's like they took... I mean, it's the same thing, but it's its bad. I've had a lot of issues with it and they switched. Well... <laughs> all right, should we wrap up this episode, I think? All right, we're
4: gonna wrap up <laughs> And play where people find you at. You can find me at uh, comicbookvideogames.com Never normally plug my Twitter, but I think that's useless nowadays, so just go there. Go read my interview with the guy who produced Superman Child of Apocalypse, and I don't know when this is going up, but I already have it locked in anyway, so if it's there, go read it. If it's not there, it's going to be up June 16th or thereabout. I'm going to have a review of The Flash for Sega Master System and an interview with a guy who worked on Justice League Heroes The Flash for Game Boy Advance. This will be up in July.
1: And Chelsea, where we'll find you at?
0: You can find me on Twitch, Tyrant Cheeks, just like the Tyrant from Resident Evil 1, (laughs) and Butt Cheeks. And you can actually see my playthrough of Silent Hill 1 on there. And then also, I'm pretty active on my Twitter as well. That's also at Tyrant Cheeks.
1: And you'll see a link in the, show, in the show notes of both their stuff. And if you do want to hear other Silent Hills, just go on our pod. I mean, you can just search Sound Hill right on our website, and you'll find all the Silent Hill stuff that we have done so far on the show. There's a whole bunch, so definitely go check it out. If you want to go hear those conversations. Also, if you want to support the show, we do have a Patreon for Little Dog. and can vote on our Patreon polls. We have a poll every month, so definitely go check that out, too. See a link in the show notes for that also. And we have a Discord you can join and chat with us. You'll see a link in the show notes for our Discord, too. want to give it a shout out to my awesome intro and outro. It's the Helena at hasphere You can follow her on TikTok. So definitely go support her. And my buddy Bill Tucker, who we mentioned earlier, started so his own podcast, A Gamer Looks At 40. Definitely go check him out, too. You'll see a link in the show notes to his show, also. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. I think that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody.